and welcome to the Diagnosis Infertility Podcast, where tears, encouragement, and laughter will fill your soul. My name is Andrea, and my medical chart reads infertility, but I prefer to think of myself as an IVF warrior, because even though I now have two little humans in my house, that diagnosis not only has stayed on my medical chart, but continues to drive who I am. And when I was in the thick of it, it controlled who I was. I hated my body. I did not take care of myself. My mindset was totally off and I obsessed about getting pregnant. And maybe you can connect with that too. If so, this podcast is for you. Here, it's all about real talk and giving you validation in that annoyingly real and raw emotion through this journey. As a health and life coach, I not only want to share my journey, but set you up with success as you navigate your own fertility struggles. Buckle up, lady, because here we go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I am so excited that you're here today. I want to thank you so much for being a listener of the podcast. You know, it's been very important for me to share my story and hopefully encourage others around me in their journey as well. I, you know, I just have so much to share. I feel like I learned so much during my journey with infertility and I don't want anyone else to experience what I experienced, right? How low I really was, how deep and dark it could get sometimes. And, you know, as as women, well, as individuals, really, we have so much to offer this world, right? We were created with so much talents and so much gifts that for me, I feel like infertility really muted that. And we're going to talk about it a lot today about what I learned through infertility, but it's just so important for me to get the message out that you can overcome infertility and you can overcome the struggles that you're in. So this is one way of doing it. So thank you so much for tuning in. I... I don't have a lot to talk about about the week that I just had. Um, it's my son's birthday coming up. It's his three-year birthday, which seems insane that it was three years ago that I was laying on my side and honestly hating life. I hated it. It was the worst. <laughs> a, infertility is not for the week, but bed rest really isn't for the week, so... Anyway, um, let's get started. So I want to tell you more about my journey into becoming a mom and also my journey to where I am at today. I am not the girl I was when I started to conceive. There has been this like crazy evolution of who Andrea truly is and how I got here. Before I was trying to conceive, I was driven. I worked out. I love life. I love to camp. I love to ride my road bike all of the time. Then I hit rock bottom. I wasn't happy. I forgot who I was. I started to say no to things. I was never really content. I wasn't ambitious anymore. And then I started to crawl out of it for a little bit there. There was like this time between my two kids where I started to focus on me again. And then I got pregnant again through IVF. And then my husband, Mark, his mom passed away. And then I was on bed rest for eight weeks. And it was Dark. And there was this like constant roller coaster of how I showed up for myself and who I was. So once we started to try for a family, I was still all of these things until I wasn't. 
I don't remember when this shift happened for me. I was I was pretty naive, honestly, when we started this, but I want to say it was about a year in to us trying to conceive naturally. And that I was still wasn't pregnant that I started to realize this wasn't a thing for me, that this wasn't happening. And it wasn't until the IUIs were unsuccessful that I really plummeted. And I couldn't tell you if I knew it then, but I definitely know that now I wasn't okay. I kept trying to be okay. I kept putting on this like facade that I was okay because prior to this time, I was Andrea. I was captain of the volleyball team. I was student council president. I was successful. I was class president of my OT class. I was lead OT. I strived so much to be successful. I was an achiever and I pretty much accomplished whatever I put my mind to. So you can imagine how this type of personality, this mindset, destroyed me in the weight because I was not successful. I could not control this despite my talent, despite my drive, despite that whatever I put my mind to, I achieved. I could not control this. You see, when you are trying so hard to have something and you keep failing, you let every part of you go. Well, at least that's what I did. My mental health was not strong. My emotions were all over the place and my physical health took the back burner. I was obsessed with getting pregnant. I was easily triggered by everything. Not much would lighten my mood and I was overall not okay. I wouldn't admit it at the time. I was trying for everything to be glass half full. Like keep a positive outlook on life. I had my faith. I knew God would deliver to us our wildest dreams. But at the time, I wasn't settling down enough to really see what was in store for me. That sometimes it isn't about me. Sometimes it's about something much bigger. At least that is what I believe. I believe I was assigned this mountain to show others it can be moved. Yes, I swear sometimes, and I like to have fun, and I am wildly inappropriate a majority of the time, but I believe in Jesus. I believe God is a real thing who is big and bold and moves mountains for me. I believe that he would get me through infertility. I don't know how, but I knew I was going to get through it. Because you see, infertility was a season. That's it. During it, I didn't feel like it was ever going to end, but it was just a season. And for those of you going through this season or any season right now, remember you will get through it. You will come out on the other side, hopefully stronger. If you kick, scream, and fight for it, but it is just a season. And I knew God was going to deliver me my wildest dreams. But it took me to surrender those dreams to God. And let me tell you, that was not easy, like at all. I had to do it multiple times, sometimes multiple times a day to give up to him my desire to want to be a mom. I would often pray that like, if you want me to be a mom, Give me the fire to chase that dream and ignite me so much and like have that be so strong in me that I have no question about it. And if you don't want me to be a mom, please take that desire completely away from me. 
because I knew if I truly wanted what God wants, it would be my want as well. Which is insane to think about giving that passion up because we want it so bad. We want to protect it, control it. We can't imagine not wanting this anymore. We can't imagine giving that dream up. I think what I was most afraid of in this moment is that I wanted to be a mom so freaking bad that I was afraid if I gave that up to God, he'd take that want away from me. That desire, I was afraid that his plan was something different for me. And I didn't want to release that control. And even thinking about this now and talking about this now and and getting myself into that mindset I was when I really, and I was really hurting and this is all I wanted, but I, I knew for me, I needed to give that up because what I was doing was not working. Me spinning out of control, me trying to control everything me holding on to this obsessive want was not working for me and because of my faith and I knew that giving things up and over and if and I knew that me aligning with his will would support me and propel me forward in a regulating my emotions and be truly aligning with his will and being more content with life, I knew that I had to do this. But here's the cool thing about God. Even though I was afraid, like I was afraid that his plan was something different for me and that I didn't want to release that control, but the cool thing about God is he is in control. And what I had to learn is that I can safely release some control to him. That was not easy. But I can safely release some control to him. And guess what? He hears you and he sees you. And it's not always easy to surrender these things. But if you truly want what God wants, he will align your heart and your desires with the path he has set for you. And if, girlfriend, you still want to be a mom and nothing else is working, but you are aligned hard with what God wants for your life then chase it then keep asking him what's next here I am Lord do with me what you please and give me the passion to match it what's next what's next for me Lord what's next and lady he will speak to you but you get to learn to be still and watch and pay attention okay you guys I did not mean for that to get very sermonish with you but that's truly what I learned that was my big takeaway from my season of infertility that it sometimes isn't about me sometimes it's about something much bigger than me and I don't know if you're aligning with this right now or maybe you're feeling like this too but the challenge you are facing right now is maybe not about you Maybe it's about something bigger. Like I said earlier, I kept coming back to this quote. You were assigned this mountain to show others it can be moved. I kept feeling this calling 
that there is a bigger plan for me here. We are going through this journey because God has something big, something huge in store. And I honestly still feel it right now. And like right now, I'm pretty sure we have nine frozen embryos. Honestly, you guys, I still want another baby. At least I think I do. I haven't really thought about how it impacts our life as it is or how our family dynamics would be. But you guys, my little girl had a hard night last night. I was in her room rocking her brother, which, okay, he had a hard night first. Then she had a hard night. Whatever. They share a room. And side note, they share a room because we didn't know we could have kids when we built our house. And so there are only two bedrooms on the main floor. One being ours, of course. Anyway, that's a different story for a different episode but she asked me if I could grow another baby in my belly so this is the middle of the night mommy can you grow another baby in your tummy because she wanted to have a baby at home and I said babe let's just pin that and let's talk about it in the morning because in that moment I it wasn't easy for me to just say no and I have to honor that I didn't know I could say no baby we have our family because I'm not totally sure And honestly, Mark is probably listening to this right now, just like sweating because he's totally done. And sorry, babe, I just keep praying. If you want us to have another kid, talk to Mark. So I I don't know. Maybe this is God talking to you. Maybe this is me putting closure to this. Anyway, stay tuned. We have these frozen embryos and we aren't entirely sure what our plan is to do with them yet. I'm in therapy right now to process through giving our frozen babies up for adoption to bless another family. And I'm working through the control I have over them right now and letting that go. So stay tuned on what happens there as well. So basically just stay tuned. But what I'm getting at is I knew we were called for something bigger than just growing our family. This is why I took the leap to leave my full-time kick-butt job as a lead therapist in the best company with the best boss and the ladder that I had already climbed at the ripe age of 30. I was there, you guys. I was doing it. But there was always this, there is something bigger going on here, thought for me. So I prayed, here I am. Do with me what you wish. And boom, it's 2022 and I have my own health and life coaching business with the vision to change the way women experience infertility. You were assigned this mountain to show others it can be moved. That is my takeaway from infertility. That what if it isn't about me? What if it is bigger? What if it is more than that? What if it just takes us to show up for that? To step into that and to really see what desires of our heart will come true. You guys, infertility changed the trajectory of my life. It's this weird, I never wish anyone to go through infertility because it sucked. But I am not the girl I was before this started. I am better. I am braver. I am more aligned. It didn't just happen to me now. I fought really hard to get where I am today. I put in the tears, the sweat, and the time. I settled down and I started to take care of myself, which is an entire another episode for next week. So if you haven't already, please go to my stories and answer my questions about self-care. If you missed it, I'll throw it into my highlights. But 
I started to take care of myself. And now looking back, my season, it doesn't feel like it was about me. It feels like it was about the ripple that is touching thousands of people from what I experienced. Okay, so remember, there is something you will take away from this season. You might not see it now. You might not ever see it. There is something you will take away and it's up to you if you're going to show up, align your grit and work to get back to her. I'm not saying everything happens for a reason. I don't believe that. I believe really, I want to say shitty. Here I'm talking about Jesus and shit in the same episode. I believe really shitty things happen for no reason at all, but I believe God can use it for the good. So girl, it's time to show back up as her. Get back to her. That girl you were on the way to becoming before life got in the way. So remember, you can do this and I'm here rooting for you. Thank you for pressing play today. If you found value in today's episode or feel that someone in your life could use a burst, share this episode on social media. Don't forget to tag me in it so I can give you a shout out. Or Send it to your husband, a friend, or even your mom right now. Sometimes we need to share what resonates with us so other people can understand too. And remember, maybe it's time to stop being afraid of what can go wrong and start being excited about what can go right. You've got this. You are doing a great job. Until next time.